and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr., and you are currently tuning into the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Joining me once again is the usual co-host that everybody knows, despite the fact that nobody listens to this, your boy Skinny Jean Shane, and he is back yeah, in the building. <laughs> so some real um important shit happened. So Shane is now officially a graduate of Hogwarts. We say Hogwarts, mm-hmm. but it actually is a different university that we do not want to name for the sake of sakes privacy yeah confidentiality yeah so what did you grab so 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 how has this moment been treating you is this like a life-changing moment uh i mean everyone's been telling me right like hey you should take a break now it's just like really really yeah okay so i've just been kind of taking it slow for a little bit um so so it doesn't really feel like any like different from like how your life has been prior to this moment I mean, I just feel lazier, to be honest. I haven't really been doing anything. The lazy days, sack of shit. Out. Yeah, sometimes. Not always, though. But yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Because what we're going to be talking about today, and I had to fucking, like, mentally prepare my shit for this. I mean, prepare myself deep for this breaths, shit. Deep breaths. No, you deep breaths, dog. No, no I'm joking. deep breaths. I am deep breathing. <gasps> <sighs> jesus christ what the fuck is happening he's a deep breathing anyways yeah so but yeah i had to like mentally prepare myself for this so um today we're actually going to be talking about um life-changing moments um so like shit that like you know change your life i don't know why i felt the need to like explain a really self-explanatory like thing but but yeah that's what we're teardrop is coming out of your eye no i no i just like did not like understand why i needed to say that twice like it's like this is a this is a a convicted felon it means that he was previously convicted as a felon (laughs) the most redundant shit ever anyways this is a hot dog it is hot dog and sausage continue please hey hey if you look on my waveform it's just like that joke that you just made. It fell flat. <laughs> huh? Who? Uh. Um, I guess I'll start by talking about something that um, is really time appropriate at the time that we're recording this. Um, the date that I'm recording this is October 20th. And um, I'm going to be talking about sort of something that I hold pretty personally and that only like a select few know about it in fact shane doesn't even know about this fully so you're gonna learn today um you're in love with me (laughs) how did you know and i'm joking (laughs) but yes please continue all right so uh where should i start with this i'm going to be talking about someone that means a lot to me um and usually when I talk about somebody, I always give them a fake name. Like for, well, I was about to fuck up, but I, I would give like them a fake name. Like for example, in one of my videos, I called my friend Carly. I don't know anyone named Carly. Well, at the time, at least, I think I might know a Carly now, but at the time I didn't know anybody named Carly. How about Is, Nelson? I don't think I know anyone named Nelson either. Me neither. All right, cool. Well, we both know who we're talking about. No, I'm not talking about him. So, <clears throat> because I don't know anyone named Nelson. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The person I'm going to be talking about is Olivia. Um, okay. So the 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 this I I've always spoke about her to my friends, but I've never told like the full story, so to speak. I would tell only like the happy parts of Olivia because that's the way that I choose to remember um, her. So I, I would always refer to these stories as my first kiss gone wrong or the girlfriend I never knew that I had. So we got to take it back all the way to when I was about like seven. <laughs> um, I was staying over at her place, um, obviously with her like family and shit. Um, we were watching TV because that was still a thing. Now, before you sick fucks said, oh, were you two Netflix and chilling? We were only seven, you sick fucks. Um, normal to early 2000s shit to do. We're, we're flipping through channels on the TV. Her grandmother was taking care of us. Um, and her grandmother goes upstairs to, like, take a shower. And basically, she, she says, don't touch anything or don't do anything. And we're like, yes, grandma, and shit, right? So... Uh, she's she's slipping through the channels, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then I guess somehow she fucking flipped onto a channel where it was like a, a French film um, that was like rated <laughs> R. It's not. I swear on my life, it wasn't a porn. It was one of those like romance movies and shit. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And then yeah, um, you started with French film. We go on. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't speak French, but fam, I, I know French when I hear it, bro. Like, you know, so um, uh, it was a fucking kissing scene. And I guess even as a kid, even if I didn't know it yet, I kind of knew that I was like in love with her. I hate saying shit like this because it makes me feel like a little bitch. So uh, it, the, when I get that feeling. So. Uh, this, this film, right? Like the two characters were like making out and shit, right? So we look at each other. We don't say a single word. We look away and then we look back and then she like kind of nudges me and she's like, um, do you want to like try this? Whoa. And I was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. <laughs> so, um, we tried and like we fucking we 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 were like. <laughs> here's the thing too. Uh, I don't know what's going through her her mind, but I kind of remember this. I was like, for me, it's like this is like my best friend. So, this movie here is a a scientific reference. So, according to their technique, which we must close our eyes as well. So we fucking closed our eyes and then we leaned in and then we fucking, cause you know, we're stupid uncoordinated kids who are awkward as hell. And we basically just banged our foreheads into each other. Very cute. Uh, our lips didn't make contact, but we're like, but obviously we just fucking rammed our heads into each other like two fucking like sheep. Zen headbutt. More or less. Yeah. And then I looked at her. She looked at me. I looked away. Like, like I lost eye contact. And then I decided to look back at her. And then she looked away too. And she locked, lost eye contact. And then I stared at my lap. And then I, I used my peripheral vision to see if she was like, to see what she was doing. But then like nothing happened. So then I just felt so embarrassed that I just ran into the washroom. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's, wa- what you, that's what you want to hear. Uh-huh, go on. I went into the washroom and I peed immediately because I felt, like, embarrassed and shit. And then I just washed my hands for, like... I, well, I don't know how long it was because I was a kid, but let me tell you, it was a long time because I remember my my fingers, like, the, the skin on my fingers started to, like, wrinkle up or whatever it's called. <laughs> and, okay. then I ca- and then I came back outside and she's still, like, flipping through channels. And then finally her grandmother was out of the, the shower and she's like, okay, dinner time. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was really awkward. So that was when we were like uh, seven or so. Right, right, right. And how did this change your life? I'm about to tell you. Um, th- well, this is only like part of the story. This is the, the first kiss gone wrong, wrong part. And then this is where things like get a little bit weird. Um, well, I don't know if weird is the right term, but it, it did change my life. So I guess somehow flash forward 10 years. Um we go to different middle schools and high schools. Um, I, th- I think she was because her family was like super like religious and shit. So she went to like a Catholic school or, or, or something. Ugh. And clearly I'm a sinner because I cussed multiple times during this. this podcast. Clearly you were a sinner. <laughs> I am a sinner. I am. I am a sinner. I will admit that. And this is why. Um, so. One day after school, I would always walk her home, basically during high school, right? Because my because because the thing was my parents get off work at four thirty at the time. School ends at three ten, I think, at the time, and same so thing with her. So I would have a little bit of time to spend with her every day, and I would like walk her home or just go on walks with her or whatever, and then walk her home. This is the the part where I say my girlfriend without knowing. That that I never knew I had. This is this is this is the, the that story now. Still Olivia, sweetest person ever. We're talking, we're walking, we're having fun. Now, even though I said that she went, she, her family's like hyper religious and everything. She never cussed, she never swore or anything, but she was kind of like a, a bit of a rebel, so to speak, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that like I'm a like scaredy cat either, but I'm I was just a lazy fuckface. And what I mean by this is, one day we were walking home. And then she wanted to just go to the to the woods and just chill a little bit longer, right? Now, where I live, to like, where I live is like, it's near the woods, but from my school, I would never need to go there. So my lazy ass was like, no, I don't think I want to walk to the woods. I want to go home. <laughs> More or less, yeah. I was like, I want to go home. It's almost 4.30. My parents are expecting me home by then because... My parents love to do this thing where it's like, yo, Kirby, as soon as you get home, shower your snake ass, and then we're going to have dinner together. And I'm like, cool. So um, I told I told her, like, I'm hungry. I skipped lunch. Oh, shit. And shit. And um, so she ended up walking into the woods on her own. There's food to be had, woman. No, no, this, this is where it gets serious. So she walks into the woods alone. And then I, 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 I told her, I'm like, I'm going home. And um, she she walked into the woods, and um, I was walking home. Right, I reached my house, put my key into the door, and then something in my gut just told me, "Why did you walk away?" So I locked the door back up, and I go into the woods. She's not there. 
and went through the whole path. She's not there. So I just assumed that she made it home safely. So I was about to go home again. And then, once again, my gut was like, you should check up on her. So I tried calling her. Answering machine. Tried calling her again. Answering machine. My gut told me she's not mad, but something is wrong. So I walk over to her place. My parents are blowing up my phone at this point. At this point, I walk over to her place. I knock on the door. Her mom opens. Not just her mom, actually. Her mom, her cousins, and her... Well, her dad wasn't home yet, but her mom opened the door. And then her cousin was standing there. And her, her, her cousin does not live remotely close to where Olivia lives. So, in my mind, I know something is wrong. Her mom comes up to me and asks me, have you seen Olivia? And I told her, I, the last time I saw her, she said she was going into the woods. And then my mom called me again, and this time she's livid at me, and she said, you need to be home now. So I went home. So for two years, I didn't know what the fuck happened to her. Never heard from her. Her parents more or less fucking hated me because I explained to her the full story about how I probably could have walked with her, walked her home. She went missing. And then, um, <clears throat> so, so for the next like year and a half, like there was always this mental battle in my mind where it's like, did she just get nabbed? Did she die? Where did she go? Why didn't I stay with her? I had this weird like survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, even though I was like, just I guess like a 16 year old per like kid I probably could have done something in the event <clears throat> in the event something did happen which something did happen and I'll get to that later so um, I, I, I try to like forget about her but it's hard right because I just told you this really beautiful story about how when we were seven we um we had that the fir my first kiss gone wrong right mm -hmm. so i'm thinking about her every day for like the next months the next few months after well i, I used to think about her all the time anyways because I, I would spend time with her but 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 like this is different now because it's like what have i done where is she what you know like what what happened you know why mm -hmm. why did i just leave her i keep on thinking that for like the next like six months or so Eventually, my, my brain got distracted by multiple things, right? I kept on distracting myself by drawing because I was really good at drawing back in high school. By, like, trying to make music or or whatever, starting cosplay, in fact, around, uh, around, around that time. Um, and, and I kind of, I don't want to say I forgot about her. But and, and nor do I want to say I got over it, right? But it, but like 
I was at a place where I wasn't depressed. I was at a I was at a place of contention. Like I was just content with life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing, and this is another semi life changing thing. At that point, I was starting to get to to take like stunt work very seriously, um, and I was pushing my body's limits, right? Like dropping weight, gaining muscle mass, and then dropping weight again to try out something new. I did like I tried professional wrestling and stuff and it took a toll on my heart literally because well long story short i was having like heart problems so i was like fuck i don't want to like put myself through this right i don't want to essentially what i'm saying is i could have fucking died (laughs) jesus christ that's how hard i was pushing my body i could have fucking died and i guess my jeans Mm -hmm. were just not ready for that my jeans was like bro you're supposed to be a lazy motherfucker why are you like so amped up right now with all this adrenaline and 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 all this like physical activity bro be mellow be marshmallow right so i became marshmallow again i i, I chilled out for like a whole year so now i'm like 17 um summer of was it summer summer of 2014 i get a phone call Sorry, I forgot to mention you. I forgot to mention this. At this time, I was volunteering at a at a hospital, uh, sort of a hospital, a hospital slash senior home facility. Um, and I would bus home right every Tuesday. I would bus home, and then I got a phone call, and I recognize this number, but I, in the sense that it's familiar, but I don't recognize who this is, because mm-hmm. at this time I had a, a different phone. So I don't answer while I'm still at the the volunteering place because I was fucking calling out bingo numbers for seniors, right? So, so I get on the bus and I don't think much about it. I look at that number. I'm like, I fucking know this from somewhere. I don't know where, but I fucking know this from somewhere, right? So I'm on the bus and I'm just like still fathoming about this number. This number calls again. And something in my gut told me, like, Kirby, just pick up the phone. Good things are ahead of you. Just pick up the phone. I pick up the phone. It's Olivia's cousin. For the sake of privacy for her, because I'm not talking about her, we'll just call her Susan. Sure. So Susan calls me, right? And, and she's like, um, is this Kirby? And I'm like, Cause, well... I do this thing where if I don't know who you are, I change my voice before I, I find out who you are on the phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just because I'm insecure, especially back then when I was like 17, 18, whatever. I was like, sure. who is this? Why are you calling? Where are the other drugs going and shit, right? Okay, nice. <laughs> I, I, I didn't take it that far, but that, that was the type of voice. Mm-hmm. And then Susan was like, "I cut the crap. Is this Kirby or not? I'm like who are you like fucking who are you and then she goes i'm susan like like susan tells me i'm susan we found olivia i couldn't say a single thing i couldn't say a single thing when that happened Mm. and then she she kept on saying kirby are you there and and shit right I, i i i couldn't say a single thing you know you know when, when when you're on the bus and like you start crying like a little and you see like a kid crying? Yeah. I'm just like, bro, shut the fuck up, right? Or or even no 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 no. A better comparison is 
you know when you're in a lot well i don't know how often this happens but like you know how like sometimes people break up and then they go to the library because it's a quiet place so they could like i don't know air out their thoughts or whatever but you know they're fucking crying yeah that was me on the fucking bus oh because like for the longest time i didn't know what happened to her right and then um her, her cousin just calls me and she's like we found her and i'm like what the, how do i react to this like what 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 am i supposed to be doing bro i'm supposed to be marshmallow right now why are you why are you doing this to me right mm-hmm. eventually she hangs up and she texts texts me and she's like i i clearly heard you're not ready to talk but when when you have the time go to this address and go to th- this room number and just ask for her um, it was like a it was a, a hospital room. Jeez. Okay. So then I text her. I as in I text Susan, like her cousin, and I'm like, I need to know is she okay? And she says she is okay. Some and hesitation. I, okay. And and I and I ask her. I don't know if she wants to see me, right? I don't because I could have technically i could have like prevented all of this and she and, and susan says it's fine but uh, I, uh, susan is a, is a little bit older than us i, I should mention and, and she says you need to and, and she says just the first thing that she told me that 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 made me like fucking like cry like a bitch with susan was like i don't blame you that was the first thing that she said to me and it was like it was like so relieving for me to hear that but at the same time mm. we we're like super like fucking frozen right yeah so she was like first things first i don't blame you so if you want to see her see her right mm. so uh um take your time take your time you got this um after i th- i sat down and i thought about it for like a week um, I text Susan. I'm like, is she still there? And then she's like, yeah, Olivia's still there. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I went to the hospital room. Well, firstly, I'm lying. I went to the hospital. I went up the escalator or elevator. I get off the elevator. I I, I know how to fucking read a sign. I know how to navigate around a hospital. I, I see the... Um, the room numbers and shit i know how to get there but i'm just i still couldn't move like if i were to explain what i looked like i look like i was a homeless drug addict that's that's what i look like that day because my face was my skin was like pale perfect white like straight up you could call me a snowman but the my eyes like around my eyes was just red as a motherfucker because i was i've never felt this nervous before i performed on stage before i performed in front of a crowd i've been judged i i i've i've done professional wrestling at that point i i, I booked two two shows people say it's 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 called they're called matches it's a fucking show i'm not i'm i don't get nervous easily but i i could i, I just froze there um someone comes out i guess she was a visitor i don't this is a complete stranger i don't know who the fuck she is and she says do you need help i look at her and i just shook my head i'm like i'm good and um she didn't know what the hell was going on but she looked at me like okay clearly this child needs his space 
So I went to the washroom. First things first, I went to the washroom. I took a piss. And uh, I I did that thing where I I um I washed my hands in like really warm water to see if that would help. It it fucking didn't, but but in my mind I thought it would help, right? Yeah. So I I, I finally go to her her room. I see I I see her. I, I did that thing where it's like I see her laying there. Didn't see her face, but but I saw her laying there on her bed. And then I I looked away like a fucking child trying to play hide and seek because I was that nervous, right? Mm-hmm. So finally, I um, <laughs> this is this is when the when the story gets a little bit more beautiful. But I'm still just walking through the moments. So I opened the the door. I I didn't even knock. I I don't, I don't remember me knocking to be honest. But I opened the door. I see her. The first thing I did was I just ran to her bedside and I started crying and I told her I'm sorry. (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) She pats my head and it's not like in a cute way. She like kind of like knocks my head with her palm. So then I look at her and she's smiling, right? She's crying like a little bitch too. We're both fucking crying like little bitches. But she's smiling and she says, leave me again and I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck was happening in the sense that I just fucking missed you. Like literally, you, you've been missing for like, as far as I know, a year and a half, two years. And the first thing you say to me is, "I'm if you leave me again, I'm breaking up with you. That's like so many mixed emotions. So I stop crying now, and I'm, like, confused and shit. And then she finally embraces me, and she hugs me, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I started crying again. I started crying in arms for, like, what felt like fucking five days, dude. And then finally she says it. She called me a bitch. And, like I said, this is, like, when shit gets a little bit more beautiful. So, um... So, long story short, I guess we started dating, hospital dating. And, and this is the, the part mm-hmm. of the girlfriend I never knew I had because I didn't recall confessing to her or whatever. I've known her for all my life, more or less, but I, I, don't, I don't remember re- recalling when that was a thing, right? But let mm-hmm. me tell you something that I've noticed about her. Her appearance is different. Um, her, she used to have really puffy cheeks that I would always like play around with because I'm a fucking degenerate kid. And um, now she has really strong cheekbones. She um, is noticeably thin, like unhealthily thin. And I've only spoken to her at hospital. I've always lied to my parents when I said, uh, at that time in the summer, I'm going to see a movie. I'm going to the arcade. I don't know what made me think of saying that because arcades were not a thing at that time anymore. <laughs> but that's how much I was madly in love with her at that time. And but, but the thing I noticed was, for lack of a better term, Olivia was noticeably unhealthy. Hence, hospital, I guess. But 
if it wasn't made abundantly clear. And I never, and I, I, about a month in, I finally asked her because school was about to start. I finally asked her. I was like, "When are you getting out of the hospital?" I forgot to mention actually. Every time I tried to ask her what happened in it, what happened in those like years, right? That where she went missing, she would get mad at me and she would tell me, "Never ask me that. Never ask me that. Stop fucking asking me that." I told you she was the purest thing ever. She would never swear, and she cussed at me. She said, "Don't fucking ask me what happened." So I won because I wanted her to be happy at that point. I I, I didn't want her to <laughs> to go away for lack of a better term. So I never asked her that. So I'm in school again. I'm uh, for the first time I felt happy because I'm with the girl that I guess I've always been in love with and. Um, you know, there's some complications, but finally it's happening. She's back. She's here. <sighs> I get a text from Susan, her cousin. <clears throat> and she she tells me, hey, um, Olivia's breaking up with you. And I kind of knew why. I still asked her. And she says, she told me how you kept on asking her questions. So I'm like, cool. Let me see her one last time. Susan ghosts me, right? So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I go to her hospital bed. She's not there anymore. I asked, like, I actually fucking freaked out. I was like, where is... Where is she? Right. And then they wouldn't tell me. I was like, how come no one's telling me this shit? Right. So I freak out and I call Susan probably 10 times during the day. Nothing. So then she eventually, as in Susan, eventually tells me, look, she's at a rehab, um, fucking like a rehab facility right now. Right. And I asked her like, what, like, that's very vague. She, she tells me it's for drugs and I didn't, I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So Susan tells me, look, I know you're not like a bad guy. As in, she said that to me, Susan told her cousin was like, I know you're not like a piece of shit. You're a fucking troll, but you're not a piece of shit. I think you deserve to see her one last time. So she takes me to the facility. Like she straight up comes over, drives me to her facility and um, brings me up to the room. I, I see her in her room. And she's sleeping there. That's an Olivia. I see Olivia in her room and she's sleeping there. And I don't say a single word. I don't even enter. So Susan was like, like, dude, go. She's she's in there. She she's safe. She she's going through some things, but she's okay. So I walked away. I told, I hugged Susan and I thanked her greatly. 
I walked away and I went and I asked her to drop me off home. She dropped me off home. And I was just going to school, right? It's like October. <laughs> Susan calls me again. Now I'm worried. You remember what I told you about how like my gut told me all those things like, yo, just walk her home. Just walk her home. And all that shit. My gut told me, pick up the phone. Just pick up the phone. I pick up the phone. Susan speaks to me. She's struggling. Like a lot. And she tells me. Kirby. She tells me that Olivia passed. So. My parents don't know about this. Mm. None of my family knows about this. No one knew about this. Me and Olivia and her family. Like, as in, first things first, my parents didn't even know that she went and that she disappeared. Because I, I kept everything in myself. I didn't know how to communicate with people about my problems and shit. So. <laughs> this is the most fucked up shit ever. <sighs> she passed away on October 12th. Um, that year was 2014. So for Thanksgiving Day, I lied to my parents, saying that I was going over to my friend's house to celebrate Thanksgiving. I went to her fucking funeral, dude. So, the next day I start to go to school because no one knows that this is happening to me. Um, I, I had this habit, well, it's a good habit actually, of going to school early. So, I got to school at like, I think at that time classes started at 9. I got to school at like 8 in the morning. I sat outside the library and I looked at this tree. I just stared at it for like... I just stared at this tree for like half an hour or so, I guess, because a friend of mine uh, from school, uh, we should call her um, Anne. Sure, sure. So Anne shows up and, well, she tries to talk to me because when you're early at school, that's what you do. Um, and I'm not like a classic clown, but I, I I do clown a lot, a lot. I, I do clown around a lot. So she she speaks to me. I'm like noticeably off as, as you would be. And then she stares at me and I stare at, at Anne and then I look away. I couldn't mm. say I, I I don't know what happened, but something triggered 
in myself and I couldn't say a word. I couldn't look at her. And she asked me, do you need a hug? And I'm really thankful for this because she, she, she sat with me for like the whole day as I was like just crying. And I told her what happened. And she, she was, <laughs> she, she, she tried to like really help me like through that time. But I don't, <laughs> I felt like, I, I couldn't explain how I felt. I just felt like I shouldn't, I don't know. I, I still can't put it to words. And I, I don't know what I felt, but mm-hmm. nothing was helping. At this point, Susan is always consistently calling me, and I just ghost her. I couldn't talk to her. I could not talk to her for like a whole month. It's November now. This is the month of my birthday. <sighs> so Susan doesn't know where I live exactly, but she did pick me up one time, so she knows I live in around that area. So, I guess Susan kind of stalks me. Not stalks me, but she goes to every single bus stop and she waits for me, right? And she told me it took her like five tries. And then she finally got a hold of me and she said, we need to talk. I need to tell you some some things. I told her, I don't want to, I don't want to know. I'm not ready for this. I, I don't, I don't want to think about anything. So Susan, I don't know, I don't remember how, but she convinced me to, no, she, she, she was moving. She was moving to, I don't know where, actually. I, I, I actually don't fucking know where because that's irrelevant to me. At that time, I didn't want to think. I just wanted to hear whatever she had to say and just forget. That was my, my, my mind. I was like, you know what? You fucking got my attention, but I'm, not, I'm still not going to give you mine. That, that's what I was thinking in my head, so... She takes me to a to a coffee shop. I the only thing I asked for was was just some warm water or warm tea, whatever. This is when I found out what fucking happened to Olivia when all those years. She was kidnapped, essentially. And sold to be a prostitute. And then I guess she started doing heroin and she became disobedient and she she um she started like no basically went um no one wanted her, right? So they dropped they, they stripped her naked, raped her and, and throw and throw her away. She more or less would have died. She remembered her home phone number. Thankfully, thankfully, no one moved. And that's how they found her. That explains why she was so unhealthy. That explains why she never wanted me to ask her about her past. Susan explains to me that Susan explains to me that (sighs) 
So Susan tells me that. <sighs> that that Olivia like committed suicide because she was too shameful to tell me what happened. And that she never felt love before and she didn't want she didn't want it to like go away. She didn't want me to go away. That's what she told me. I forgot to mention, so um, I fell into like deep depression. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 quick, sort of like fast forward. The, the way I deal with this now is I always grant myself a maximum of only ten minutes to sort of like cry about this. Right? <laughs> let me I, I, let me just say this, Susan. If you're listening to this, you're fucking stupid. Why 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 the fuck would you tell me this shit at that state, bitch? Like, why would you do that? Why? Um, fucking, fucking, like, one month. One month on my birthday. Why would you tell me this shit? <laughs> Anyways. So. <sighs> Alright, so. um, all, this, this, this shit now, I, I re- remember a little bit too vid- vividly because it's still fresh in my mind, so. I told you I was having heart problems, so I couldn't even get physical to sort of relieve myself of this, these feelings, these thoughts, these emotions, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I gave up on drawing after this. This was actually the last year because I completed all of my art courses at, at high school already because I was just that passionate with art. But I gave up. I stopped drawing. I let me tell you this too. I I'm a fucking god at drawing at that time. Like if if I told you that <laughs> if I showed you my shit and I told you, "Yo, this was drawn when I was 14." You would be like, "Fool you lying. Motherfucker, I was a fucking prodigy." I dropped all that shit. Never made another song again. Never even wrote right. stopped listening to music, nothing, right? Right. I I couldn't do shit. What what did you call her? Anne, right? She sees yeah. me, right? She sees me fucking transform myself from this like fucking class clown to this like super quiet strange looking damn near gothic emo kid sort of not really um uh but there's this one class called um called writer's craft right at that time i forgot to mention this is my victory lap for high school so i i had like a spare and shit and and during my spare i would just kind of turn up with friends and shit and pretend to have a good time and shit um, but, the, but, but the thing was, I didn't have an outlet for me to sort of express myself to, to sort of get the shit off my chest and shit. Right. So I was having like, I, for lack of a better term, I, I just really miss her. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I knew my parents couldn't help me because I, they don't know about this, like any of this. Yeah. And until uh, eventually, I told my parents, of course, and my mom called me a bitch, like she did, like she does. Yeah. Um. And then she eventually re- like realized the severity of it, and then she like like comforted me and everything. But I was, I guess, depressed, and 
I wanted to fucking kill myself, right? I was having all these like really dark thoughts. Um, and I'm going to explain something that my high school friends might be like questioning. How come I always wore that one hoodie so often? It was because it was huge. And I was hiding the fact that I couldn't sleep properly. I didn't sleep. I did not sleep. I did not sleep. I barely ate. I found myself kind of like binge eating. And I was just not taking care of myself. Strangely enough, the one habit that I was able to keep up was to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning. I mean, it helps if you don't sleep. And go to school. Except for math class. I fucking skip math class all the time because, <laughs> no, because it, that requires you to think. I didn't want to think about anything. I just wanted to go. But thankfully for writer's craft, I'm not going to mention, well, I'm not going to tell you, like, the teacher. I'll just call my teacher Karen. So Karen, um, she, at the beginning of the class, I forget exactly how this happened. At the beginning of the class, she, she, she told us to like write down an anecdote. At that time, Olivia was still alive and I was still seeing her. So I didn't have like a fucking traumatic anecdote or whatever the fuck besides my heart problems. She told, I remember she, she told the class about how she lost her best friend at the age of 17 or 18. At that time, I was 17 or 18. So I, I don't know how I remembered this, but I remembered this. So I stopped skipping classes. And I went to her class and I spoke to her and I told her everything. And she really like related with it. So she told me, how about this? Let's let's knock down two birds with one stone. How about you do your you your your assignment is to write about this because clearly you need a fucking way out. Well, she didn't cuss but you get the point she was like clearly you need to like fucking fix yourself so how about for your assignment what you do is you write about this whole incident R express yourself in a way that fits the criteria of these assignments and shit and um and how about you know how about you you don't fucking die basically <laughs> i wrote these two pieces one of them is called o Olivia's Voicemail. It was a, a microfiction, so it was like just about a page. And she saw it and she cried when she read it. Another piece was at the time incomplete, and I never named it. I originally named it So Far Apart. I eventually settled on therapy because it was my therapy. It was my way of dealing with shit. So, um, you know, through... Anne and Karen, my teacher, I didn't kill myself, so to speak. And I found this outlet where I could write about this shit and, like I said, not kill myself. So my, my, my next birthday, um, Anne actually gave me a notebook. And she told me, in, in a way, she, she told me, don't kill yourself. I know you like to write things. Write everything here. That meant so much to me. I actually never used a single page on that. I have it. It's right. It's in my hand right now. It's a fucking panda filled. Like the cover is like a hardcover. There's like pandas all over it. It's one of those notebooks where it has like an envelope at the end of the cover. There's like this like elastic band to keep the, the two covers like pressed together or whatever. 
I have not used a single page on this. And there's a reason why. It's because I told myself I shouldn't need I shouldn't need this. I shouldn't need to, to, to write about everything, so to speak. Like I should be able to contain myself. I sh- I'm I should be able to, to, to honor Olivia. So now, Shane, you know why I don't drink, why I've been sober and clean for five years. It's because yeah. I wanted to honor that. I didn't want to. I I just. Well, you get the point. Yeah. So. That. Changed my life in that way. That's what made me a little bit more elegant with my thought processes, with how I approach life, with how come I don't drink and how come I don't smoke. Um, it's The promise was just for five years because I, I spoke with Susan and I told her, I'm, do, I'm doing this thing. I'm, I'm going to be completely clean for five years straight until October, October, uh, October 12, 2019, 6.30, uh, sorry, 6.47 p.m. And she said, I'll do it with you. <laughs> I actually still haven't drank yet. I'm still perfectly clean. O- outside of caffeine, that's, I guess, the one drug I kind of allowed myself. Perfectly clean. That's how this development turned into, I'm not going to say a healthy lifestyle because I'm still a fucking degenerate and I don't take care of myself properly, but a potentially less uglier lifestyle that is how all this shit changed my life you only have like 20 minutes to follow up my act dude (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you let me let me tell you this though now that i have that shit out of my chest i do feel significantly better because that's why i told you because before this podcast started i told shane i had to mentally prepare my shit for this and he didn't quite understand what i meant she was like what did you do did you read a book or some shit i'm like nah fool i fucking dug deep into my fucking past to fucking like prepare for this shit and now that i have it out of my system i don't really care if anyone listens to this this is for me this is part of that therapy that i wrote about I wrote it. It was it was meant to be. It was meant to be. I guess a song like the piece that I'm talking about called Therapy. But it, it's 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 more like an an expression of the way that I felt. I had like this weird like emotional roller coaster. I wish you could see me right now because I'm doing all these weird things with my hands to sort of express what I meant. And that that's what that thing was about. Half of that piece you could actually find on my YouTube channel because I put it in a cover for a song. I'm not going to mention what it is because I don't want people to suddenly say, "Oh shit." That's what he meant all that time. I don't give a fuck about that. That was for me. That was for mm-hmm. me. So now that I have this shit off my chest, and thank you for listening to this, Shane, because like this means a lot to me. The Lord. fuck, the fuck changed your life? I'm cussing a lot because I'm trying not to cry. The fuck happened to you? Take a deep breath. You got this. Don't worry. No, you take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I mean, will take a sip of water damn. because I fucking need that. Yeah. Coming off the cusp of that story, uh, I will be honest, I don't have anything quite as, well, tragic or tough. Um, but there were a few moments when I personally broke on the inside. Uh, so, <clears throat> gonna tell you the story of <laughs> my first girlfriend. 
Um, eh, kind of funny, yeah. It's like both of our first girlfriends, technically. Anyways. Um, uh, that's not entirely true, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, I don't even really want to censor the person's name, because I believe... I didn't censor mine. So here's the thing, right? Here's a reason why, right? Because I believe, truly in my heart, that what she did was so wrong, and just so unjust in my opinion right that i kind of don't want her to get away with it and like have nobody know this name so you're about to like expose this bitch um no i i'll be better than that so her name i will say is uh let me think you need a fake name i need a fake name mononoke Okay, so because I'm Mono. looking at a princess Mononoke poster that I have. All right, well, we'll just call her Mono. So that is fucked up. <laughs> Why? The mental disease. Fine, we will change it to some- Melissa. Melissa. Right? Yeah. So Melissa. Um, back when I was in high school, right? Um, now here's the thing about gr- about me personally growing up, right? Uh, ever since I was a kid, I always had the idea of just like, oh, like, you know, I'll get like the perfect relationship and everything like that, you know, like, um, as we all, I'll, I'll think. find, yeah, I'll find the girl, you know, that like, you know, I'm meant to be with blah, 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 bullshit, but destiny, right? Um, that's that love Hina bullshit in your mind. Oh God, you know that. Anyways. Um, and for me, I kept thinking that, oh, I'm going to, you know, find that girl one day, all right? We're going to, like, you know, love each other forever, get get married, all that nonsense, all right? And so, with that sort of, like, I'll be honest, stupid mentality that I had as a kid, um, I fell in love easily, very easily. So, just kind of falling in and out of a relationship, blah, 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 right? You know, I never had an actual girlfriend, right? I would tell myself that, oh, like, you know, um she's the one you know and then get her rejected like you know the day after it's just like well all right on to the next one i suppose right that's the thought process i used to have so when i was in high school um i went through about maybe two three years all right of being a nobody there because the thing is when you're the only Chinese kid in the school, right, you try your best to stay low. You uh, don't want to have anybody, like, tell you what's up. Just like, in case no. if this is, uh, I'm back into host mode now. Um, just in case if this is, like, the first time you're listening to the Get a Fabulous podcast, Shane um, resides in Canada now, but he actually spent his adolescent years, well, his child, his whole life prior to coming to Canada in Trinidad as, like, a one-and-done Asian. As in, this is your only Asian you see, less one. Yeah. You are the walking stereotype, right? That's going to confirm everyone's beliefs and make us all believe, right, that Chinese people eat dogs. That's the sort of thing that I grew up with. Um, yeah. And so, um, I grew up, you know, with those first two years, right, essentially trying to be a nobody, right? I didn't want the attention. Um, I didn't really want to stick out too much because the moment that I stick out, I'm going to have people, you know, giving me all the backhand comments as they always do, right? Um, and so it was very, very odd to me, all right, when I actually met a girl who was, you know, really, really friendly, super interesting, all right, and, like, would talk to me about, like, a lot of things, right? Um, Melissa, 
is her name. And for the first few weeks or so in our relationship, right? What happened with Melissa was that um, me and her, we would, you know, just chat and hang out like, you know, a bit before, right? Like, you know, um, just regular friendly conversation, blah, blah, blah. I'd make her laugh, you know? Um, cause I used to think like, you know, girls love it when guys make them laugh. Right. Um, and after a while, right. Like I asked her like, Oh, like, Hey, do you want to, you know, go out like, you know, take like a step forward or whatever. Right? right. Um, and the reason why I asked that, right. Was because I actually got rejected from my other crush, like the, like a week before. Right. Um, and the reason why she rejected me was because she was like, I can't go out with a guy who's going to leave the country soon. It was just like, well, fuck me. Was that true at the time? Uh, no, I was going to leave within like four, like when I left was going to be like four years later. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, bullshit, bullshit. She's like, eh, you know, like, you know, I think you as like a good friend, right? But nothing else. And I'm just like, okay, sure. No worries. Whatever. <laughs> that is the worst thing I've heard of, like, besides best friend. People usually say brother is the worst, right? Yeah. The worst that I've heard, and this dude straight up, like, was devastated, and he told me about this. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not gonna expose you, but I do need to say this. Bruh, she, she, <laughs> she called him his, her gay best friend. Oh, no. And he wasn't even gay. Oh, no. Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. Anyways. Um. <laughs> Anyways. So, after a while, like, you know, we just kept up with conversation, you know, just chit-chat and, you know, la-la-la, right? And, like, she would get to know me a bit more. Um, you know, we talked about, like, certain things going on in her life, my life. Um, a lot of shit with my family as well, because, eh, didn't grow up, like, you know, the greatest of parents as you are as a Chinese per as a Chinese kid, you know? Especially, um, uh, as an immigrant of, like, like, first, especially if you're born as a first gen of whatever exactly. area. Um, yeah, you don't really, like, I love you, mom and dad, all right, but, like... Fuck you, mom and oh. dad. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it would just be, like, you could have had better techniques. Anyways, um... We, you know, chatted, you know, had the whole conversation of just like, oh, you know, my life shitty, oh, my life shitty too, you know. And then, out of nowhere, right, she was just like, hey, I remember that you asked me, like, a while back, all right, if you wanted to go out. And, you know, I'm actually kind of interested, all right? Like, I feel as though, like, you're such a cool guy and everything like that. And I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> That was realization of just like, holy shit, a girl actually said that to me. It's just like, wait, 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 really? No, 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 like, no no jokes? Like, no kidding? You made it sound like, like she grabbed your balls and squeezed them as tight as possible. That's the noise you were making. Well, it wasn't my balls, but it was certainly my heart. It Anyways, sounded like you were about to turn um, some fatty wet. Baby, would you come my way? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, and... After that, you know, I thought about it for, like, a day. <laughs> and I said, you know, yeah, let's do it, all right? Let's go out, all right? And she was just like, sweet, all right? Like, you know, let's hang out, like, you know, next week, you know, for a movie and whatever, right? I was just like, great, all right? I'm leaving for Canada that day. <laughs> yeah, I was taking, like, a small trip um, just to see, like, my two sisters and see what life would be like here in Canada. Oh, so this was before um, you moved to Canada. You were just visiting. Exactly. 
Okay, yeah. caught up. Um, you know, left. We chatted online. You know, blah blah blah. She knew that my birthday was coming up, right? She was like, "Oh, like you know, I know that you, you know, I'm your first girlfriend and whatever, right? Like you know, I, I want to be your first kiss, right?" And she wanted to do it for my birthday, and I was just like, "Uh, I'll be gone for my birthday." I mean, <laughs> when I get back, it'll be like September, so. Okay. Maybe then, and she's like, "All right, sure, whatever. All right, um, talk, talk, talk. You know, September happens. We go on our first date, um, make out. You know, it was nice. <laughs> um, and then we just hung out like from then on, right? Just you know, hanging out at school. You know, hanging out in the malls. Um, and then she would do this sort of like weird thing, in my opinion, uh, where she would be like, "Hey, can I come over to your place, right?" And here's the thing, me growing up as a kid, all right, my parents were never home. Um, oh, okay. And I'm sure, all right, um, my parents, being very, very traditional, all right, would not really enjoy seeing uh, mm-hmm. a non-Chinese, mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and with that in mind, all right, I was just like, uh, like, you know, we kind of got to be like, you know, a little stealthy about it. But sure, yeah, you come over. Um, and we would get very, very intimate. Very, very intimate on those days. Um, and this is sort of where, because it was my first relationship, right? I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. As um, most people don't. Yeah, I had a best friend um, at that time, all right, known as Tony um also another alias um okay. who he's been in like multiple relationships right which was probably already a bad thing but i didn't know any better so i asked him for advice right um oh, he boy. gave me you know the best he could for certain scenarios you know learn all the r&b songs and how to play a guitar kind of actually oh my god i should learn how to play an instrument because uh melissa all right was very well known in the guitar anyways um and the thing is all right melissa was also very big in the musical group in our school i was very big at that point now in my theater group um so we would see each other like quite often right um and the thing is it broke down after about three months um long story short um she would spontaneously start crying in the movie theaters um i wouldn't know why she wouldn't tell me why i'd ask she would know that like you know oh like you know um i can't be 100 percent open about this relationship with my family you know um she would also be like, oh, like, you know, it feels a bit like you're a bit closer to my sister than myself, all right, because uh, her sister was also in theater. So I was giving her tips and, like, you know, teaching her, like, you know, certain techniques and stuff, right? Okay. Um, And, yeah, like, at a certain point, all right, she just said, like, hey, Shane, like, um, can we take a break, right? And me being my childish self, I was like... No, I don't want to take a break. <laughs> I like I just don't I just don't understand like why, right? Okay. Um So, you know, obviously my fault. Um I would never say that, you know, everything is like, you know, on her, right? Right. Um And what happened was 
she was like, oh, but like, you know, she would give all these reasons, right? Like I would like argue back, right? Being like, you know, like, you know, everything's fine. I don't know, understand. Like, you know, you won't even tell me what's wrong. You're really. tearing me apart, Lisa. Kind of. Um, I'd be like, like, you won't even tell me what's wrong. I don't even know like why you're getting like this. Um, you know, we're not communicating, blah, blah, blah. All right. I don't know why you want to take a break. Were there signs coming up to this? Like, aside from uh, you spending time with her sister in theater? Her crying spontaneously in the theater for no reason? Yeah, like, to this day. Her not communicating to me, like, at all what was wrong. She never said a single thing. Um, She would... Yeah, basically it just broke down. Like, communication completely broke down, right? Okay. And... So what I uh, did as a mature person was, like, you say, no, no, I don't want to, like, you know, take a break, right? Like, you know, um, we could get through this, you know, we could talk, right? And she's like, I'll give you, like, you know, a chance to show me, all right, that you truly care, la, la, la. And I was just like, okay, got it. I won't fuck this up. Mm. I fucked it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was not expecting for that timing. I thought there was going to be a pause or something before you said that. You just said it. So that caught me off guard. No, I've I fucked it up because the thing is, right? Like, I was also for some reason a fairly jealous type, right? I don't know. It was like having that hype inside my head for so long of just like you know, oh, like you know, you'll find the one, right? And then potentially having like you know some guy, right? This was me and my stupid brain thinking this, right? Like you know, some guy suddenly swoop in. And just, you know, nab it away from me, right? It's just like, no, like, you know, that's not fair. Sorry, just for the sake of timeline, timeline, loosely, how old were you at this time? I was 16. Okay, wow, shit, our stories are, like, damn near, like, the same ages and shit. I guess so. Um, and because I was so jealous, right, like, you know, I would get, like, you know, mildly upset when I would hear, like, oh, she's actually being hanging out with, like, Tony quite a bit, right? And um, that was been, your best friend at the time, you said, right? That was my best friend at the time, yeah. Okay. Um, she's been speaking to Tony a lot about me, right? Um, she's been... So, essentially, she's been communicating with him, but not me, right? So, after a certain point, right, I was just like, okay, what the hell, right? You would much rather talk to him right, than tell me what's on your mind, um, you know, she would get upset about it, right? Like, we'd have our arguments, we'd fight, um, over the phone and everything like that. And, like, it was the weirdest thing to me, right? In the sense that any time we would argue, all right, I would have to sort of leave, right? Because, like, I would either be at work with my parents at the restaurants, right? Or I'd be, like, you know, dealing with something else at the time, right? And when I would come back, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, let's get back to it, right? She'd be like, what are you talking about? There's no problems. It's just like... <clears throat> freaking sure there's a lot of problem you know what if you don't even want to tell me all right then what am i supposed to do right and so it finally broke down to the point of shane i really just want to break up right um okay and i was just like are you sure about this <laughs> right um and she's like yes you don't listen to me all right you don't blah 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 and i was like you know what fine let's break up let's just get like you know let's just end it right um and i didn't quite understand what that fully meant 
you know, as like my first relationship. So I called her like back the next day being like, hey, how you feeling? Are you cool? That kind of thing. And she was just like, what the fuck are you calling me for? Right. I said, like, you know, let's break up. Just leave me alone. It's yeah. Like, OK, 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 OK. Um, and the thing is, right. Uh, me and Melissa shared a class in Ooh. our school. Right. <sighs> Um, we Dude. both shared electronics. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, y'all had an electronics class? Yeah, my school is very weird. Fuck, oh, um, was it dope? Not really. <laughs> oh, okay, well, shit, alright. Um, and the thing is, alright, like, my school was broken up into two schools, technically, right? There was the girls' school and then the guys' school, right? Oh. Um, only very few classes allowed mixing and mine was like one of the few that did that right so Sorry, um, in electronics class yes okay right and we would you know hang out like you know if we were still together we would just like just hung out like right after class right but now because we've broken up right and things are awkward right like i can't really speak to her or anything like that and instead right she begins talking to basically every other guy in that class <laughs> um and to me it was just kind of weird all right like you know watching her like you know oh like you know sit down and laugh with the other chinese guy who was in that class <laughs> yeah there were only two of us there can the only be school, one the there can only be one pretty much and his what's hilarious to me was that dude's name was haifeng um <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Was I would I would much rather oust him because I believe him to be sort of an asshole. Anyways, what happened was um, there was a person who was essentially like a grade above us, right? Um, so our grades work like this, right? We normally go up to like form five, right? What? But if you were, yeah, I don't know. It's the British system technically. Okay. But... Form six is essentially pre-university students, right? It's basically people like doing university training. Uh, um, would that be the equivalent of grade thirteen? Because grade thirteen yeah. exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be. Um, and the thing is, all right, like his name, all right, is Adam. Like legit and, Adam, or or just saying Adam? It doesn't really matter. Sure. Um, Adam was a sort of i guess chubby um tall guy uh who was in well let's just say grade 13 for you uh to fully understand <laughs> all right okay. whereas me and melissa were like in grade 12 right so um, so sorry uh, this was your final high school year then this was my final high school year or okay. at least like the first semester of it okay um and when we, you know, finished class, all right, like, um, Adam would be waiting for Melissa outside of the class, right? And he would, you know, say hi, you know, have nice conversation with her and everything like that, all right? And I didn't think too much of it, all right? I was just like, what the fuck am I even supposed to say or do about this? Just There's nothing I can do. Pretty much, right? Mm. Um, and then I would talk to... Um, 
Melissa at a random point, right? Because the thing is, a lot of people started spreading rumors, right? Being like, oh, like, you know, oh, Shane is like, you know, so jealous of Adam or whatever, right? Like, he can't even handle it, blah, 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 right? And then for some reason, they started spreading rumors that I made a rumor saying that Adam, like, you know, smokes a crap ton of weed or whatever, right? (laughs) (sighs) Whatever. What kind of a rumor is that? I don't even know, dude. People are so stupid sometimes. That's not like gossip-worthy. Exactly, right? And he would get all offended about it. Um, and the thing is, right, like, you know, he they would also start making, like, you know, rumors like, oh, like, you know, Melissa and Adam were, like, going out together, right? Like, you know, oh, this must, like, piss, like, Shane off so much, blah, 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 right? Here's the thing, right? I was going through the motions. I didn't feel much, right? I honestly stopped caring about school for a little bit, right? Um, I was just trying to get through, like, the day, right? Yeah. And then, after our morning assembly, because that's the way this godforsaken school runs, Yeah. Um, we started heading to our first period class, right? I had IT, right? And the thing is, Adam, like, saw me, and he called me over, right? And I was just like, okay, the fuck is this? And the guy threatened me. He was saying, like, I swear to God, if you don't leave, like, um, Melissa alone, all right, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. I don't care, right? Boy, I know jujitsu. I can break your neck. Are you talking about you or Adam? Or both? No, this is what Adam said to me. Okay. Yeah. I don't care what you think. Right, she's not in love with you anymore. She's not with you anymore. All right, I will end your life if I have to. <laughs> and me being, you know, a kid at that point, all right, I was just like, okay, whatever, bro. I don't know. Walked in, got into class, and then I didn't think of it too much, right? Um, I felt like I would have stabbed him if I were you, because because I don't have that same type of self control. I don't know. If, if someone says like, "Yo, was... I'll break your neck," it's like, "Fam, I'm gonna stab you before you can move, bro." I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you if you slow if you slower than me, even by the slightest, I'm stabbing at least like two times, bro. You you can't touch me, because if anything, yeah. I wasn't strong, but I was fast. Like you, you, you. Sorry, I'm amped for don't you right worry. now. Like like I'm 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 amped for you right now. Sorry. It's okay. It's Here okay. we go. Um, and what happened was uh, I didn't really process it. I honestly, like, had no idea on how to process it. I was in my class, right, like, you know, just going through the motions of, like, what the fuck just happened to me? Who just, like, what did that guy just say to me? Why didn't I stab him? (laughs) Kind of. And then, uh, gosh, Melissa um, messages me, right, and is just like, oh, like, you know, I heard, all right, that, um you spoke to adam all right or whatever right um and the thing is all right like i can't believe you know like you know you would try and like you know spread rumors about him i can't believe that you would do all this all right you're such like you're so childish i can't believe um all this garbage that you would do blah 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 all right and the thing is all right i thought to myself it's just like i didn't even make that rumor right but I feel so bad for Melissa 
And so I did, okay, so there's three things that I did here, right, that I'll be honest, are some of the most humiliating moments of my life. One, I apologized to Adam for a rumor that I didn't make up. Like, as in you you pretended like, you know what, I didn't make this up, I'm sorry? Or are you saying I'm sorry that this is happening to you? I pretended that I made that rumor up and I apologized to him for it. Boy. Yep. Second, when I was trying to get into my theater class one point, um, the door was locked. I don't even know why, because all my classmates and my professor were inside there, all right, just watching me out the window, all right? Adam was there, all right, like, basically, all right, being like, hey, like, you know, no hard feelings. Am I right? All right, and he put his hand out to me, and I shook it. Second, well, sorry, third. Wait, hold on. Um, Before we... Your your professor was in there? My professor was in there. He didn't open the door for you? He didn't open the door for me. He just stared me right in the eyes. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I would have stabbed him and... too. <laughs> nah, and that's the... fucking diss. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. And then finally, the third one. I apologize to for... Uh, Melissa. Uh, whoops, I apologize I to Melissa. I got you, though. I got you. I'll fix yeah. you. Sorry, yeah. I apologize to Melissa um, for being so childish, spreading rumors about, you know, Dick Fix McGee. Um, <laughs> and at a certain point, after having all that, right, um, of just, I've been broken up. I've been humiliated, like, across the school. I've done what I believe to be the best, right? Which is clearly not the best. Well, well I mean, I'll tell you this, though. From from an outsider's perspective, I, I do feel like you did. Because you just heard what the fuck I said. Like, I heard, I'm just listening to this, and I'm already getting emotional. I said, I'm going to stab this, this, that, that. Like, from my current outsider's perspective, it seems like you were trying to do the most valiant thing possible, though. I did, or at least that's what I thought. Um, and after all that stuff weighed on me, all right, here's the thing, right? I knew what I was doing was wrong. I knew that he didn't deserve any apologies or any conversation from me. Yeah. Um, not only did that teacher or I like not let me into that room and I shook that bastard's hand, his fucking friends, all right, were basically like, you know, shit talking me right to my face right being like hey you know she doesn't love you anymore right you know she like hates your guts right and they would say that straight to my face right and here's the best part (sighs) at a certain point all right like you know i was pretty emotionally torn about the whole thing um and i messaged melissa right being like hey this is all pretty fucked up you know what the hell she said, all right, oh my god, all right, you're coming back to me again, all right, you emotional bitch boy, um, you have too much feelings, I can't stand, like, you know, listening to you, like, cry about everything, um, la la la, and, uh, after that, um, it just kind of, like, broke me, because humiliated, made fun of to my face, can't fight back, told that I'm too emotional and that, you know, 
essentially go die in a hole. Um, at a certain point, Melissa even told me, like, I didn't even actually really love you. Um, the only reason I got into this relationship and stayed with you, all right, was because your friend Tony told me about how happy it made you. And after that, just cracked, essentially, right? Um, it was a sunny day at school. Uh, I was just walking through the halls. I missed my classes, each and every one of them. I didn't care. I was just walking through the hallways. Um, I went to my theater class, the only one that I actually cared about. Um, and I told my professor, hey, I'm feeling really shitty. I want to go home. I'm sorry, right? Okay. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. No worries. All right, go ahead. And I walked, you know, out there, right? And I saw the vice principal, right? And he saw me, right? Like the look on my face, you know, the demeanor I was walking with. And it was just like, why so glum, chum? And I looked at him and I said, can I talk to you, please? And he said, sure, let me just take care of one thing, right? You know, he went to talk to a professor, let him know about something, right? We went back to his office on like the first floor. We were on the third. Um, and he closed his office doors, all right? Uh, I looked at him, all right, standing, you know, we were both standing, right? Like after he closed the door, I looked at him and I just like, cried my eyes out i just broke down um i couldn't control my tears i couldn't control my wailing i was screaming all right um and he just you know he embraced me mm. um hugged me you know held me and it was just and he just kept saying like i know i know i know i'm sorry like, and i was he actually what? knew about, like, what was going down, like, at your school and shit between you and these people? Not so much, but it didn't matter to me at that point. Mm. Um, he was like, I know, all right, it must be rough, all right, I know, I know, all right. Um, I was wailing, bawling my eyes out, you know, like, screaming. Um, apparently, like, the, uh, uh... What do you call those people at the front desk again? Receptionists? Yeah, the receptionist. She heard me, right? I was, like, really worried or something like that. Mm. And he asked me, like, hey, right? Like, you know, did you eat anything for the day? You know? Um, and I told him, no. I just, I'm starving. I didn't I didn't feel like eating. I didn't feel like doing anything. He went out, bought me some food, right? Sat me down. I was just like, here. Well, where's your phone? I was like, here. I just handed it to him. And already typed in his number. And he told me, if you ever, all right, feel like this ever again, all right, feel free to call me. Um, and then he told man. me, sto- yeah, and then he told me stories about, like, you know, oh, like, how things went down between him and his wife or whatever, right? How he also had, like, a few mental breaks and all that stuff, all right? He asked me, like, do you want me to, like, call in any of your friends? Do you want me to pull them out of their classes, you know, to come see you? And I told him, no. I just want to go home. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to deal with anything. I just want to lie down in my bed. Um, And he told me, okay, sure. All right. If you need a ride, all right, let me know. I was like, it's okay. I'll walk. I'm I'm fine now. Thanks. And, uh, wow. Yeah, that was the loneliest, quietest walk home. Um, no one was home, obviously. 
um, lay down in my bed, right, and I just kind of, like, fell asleep because I was just so emotionally and, like, physically drained at that point. Um, and this is, like, fast forward, all right, for a little bit here. Um, actually, no, I should mention this. So before the whole debacle with, like, Melissa and stuff like that, right, I was the star student, right, in English, right, for my class, right? I was, one, like, one of the best creative writers is what they told me, right? Okay. Um, and similar to your story, right, I didn't give a fuck anymore. I stopped caring. I didn't care. I didn't care about my grades. I didn't care about, you know, what people thought. I did certainly didn't give a fuck about what my parents thought, right? They would find my notebooks outside, like, in the front yard, right, because I just didn't care. Um, my friends, you know, I assume that they just didn't understand how to deal with any of this. Right. They didn't help in any way. Not only that, but Tony told me, right, you need to stop being a bitch. He told me, right, like, I would tell him, like, dude, I'm, like, not feeling so good, you know, about, like, the whole Melissa situation or whatever. And he's just like, ah, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about any of this. <sighs> um, and the thing is... After a certain point of time, right, I knew that I had to pick myself back up. I knew it was just like, okay, like, I let school go, I let friends go, I let my life go, essentially, right? Like, you know, I, I need to start picking school back up, because that's the only thing I have left at this point. Um, and when I picked it back up, you know, tried my hardest at, like, math and bullshit like that, all right? Um, I flunked out. I failed out of my high school. Um, at that point. Yeah. And, you know, my parents realized, like, oh, there's something wrong with this boy. Um, we don't even know what's wrong with him, right? You know, that kind of shit. Um, they would ask my sisters, like, hey, can you talk to your brother, right? Like, he doesn't seem well, right? Uh... At the time, you said your sisters were, like, in Canada already, right? You were they were. Trinidad? They were. Oh. I was by myself, yeah. And I never got any calls from them. They didn't ask me, like, oh, Shane, like, you know, like, what's wrong, right? Like, nah, I never got anything like that. Um, Shit. Yeah, so instead, I found help in Tony's brother. Because Tony's brother, right, was very, very good at, like, you know math and school and shit and i'd ask him for help right like on equations and shit like that oh like um, just as a tutor you mean just or... as a tutor yeah oh, and he okay. told me right it's just like you know shane right like feel free to come by our place anytime you want right because you're kind you're essentially like a little brother to us all now <laughs> right and that was like you know oh, that was really touching right um, and he was very happy to help me, like, you know, with my math and stuff like that. Um, same with my theater teacher, right? Like, after I told him the whole situation and how shit everything went, right? He told me, right, like, oh, if you ever want to talk about it, it's cool. Wait, right? is this the same fool that fucking locked you out of the room? Yeah. The fuck? I don't know. I really don't know. And then I would see Adam every now and then at the school. And he would look at me with this shit-eating grin, right? I would see posts on Facebook of him and Melissa, right? Melissa would put up pictures, right? Being like, you're the one who saved me, right? Um, and the thing is, I told myself, all right, 
I'm going to shut out all the noise, right, and focus on two things. I'm going to focus on theater, and I'm going to focus on math. Oh, I thought she was about to say English. No. Uh, and my professors noticed, all right, like, you know, I fell apart, uh, but none of them really cared to talk about it. The vice principal set me up with the counselor in the school, right, being like, hey, like, you know, um, he is a professional, all right, he'd be able to talk to you about your problems, right? And we did. Um, and I had some of the most awkward conversations in there, which will be for another time. Sure. Um, and at a certain point, I stopped giving a fuck, right? I was just like, I just want to finish school. I just want to get done. Um, and then out of nowhere, like, it's been maybe a year after all that nonsense, all right? Um, Melissa, like, messages me, all right? Because she noticed that I posted up, um, on Facebook, right? Being like, hey, I need a tutor in IT, right? Does anyone, like, know anybody, right, who could help me out with this, right? Um, this was, like, in the literal last year of school, right? Um, Sorry, and I, she, uh, is this still grade 12 right now? This or? is, so everything that happened between me and Melissa was, like, the first semester of grade 12. Okay. Yeah. Um, then in the second semester is when I asked, like, okay, I need help with school, I need blah, 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 right? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, when I asked for help, like, you know, for all, for IT, right? Yeah. The first person to respond was Melissa. Because <laughs> she said, hey, I'm really good at IT, I can teach you for free, right? Like, just let me know, all right? And me, being the idiot I was, I took her up on the offer. And it was about as awkward and as difficult as you can imagine, because we didn't know how to talk to each other. She would speak to me as if I was just a normal person, as if, like, nothing ever happened. And I would speak to her as if, like, can we make up? Can we hang out? Like, are we friends now? I don't really know, you know? All right. And she would just never explain like, you know, anything. Right. And I'd be really nice. I tried to be like really cordial, gentlemanly and everything like that. All right. And she would take me out to the movies for some fucking reason, too. The fuck um, is wrong with this bitch? I don't know. And at a certain point, right, I stopped. Right. Like we were on the escalators going down to the food court in the mall. Right. And I stopped and I thought to myself, right, it's just like. Shane, what the fuck are you doing? This girl here not only humiliated you, broke your heart, ruined your life for like a good four or five months, um, and then had the gall, all right, to be like, you fucked up, and you're here, all right, like on the escalator with her being nice. And she picked up on it, all right, because, like, I started going quiet, right? She was just like, what's wrong with you? Like, what happened, right? And I say nothing. I was just like, don't worry about it. And at a certain point, right, like, she was telling me, like, yeah, so I'm going to be flying out soon to uh, the resort area um, of the island that I lived on, right, Trinidad. Um, okay. I'm going to fly out to there, right? And I was just like, that's cool, right? 
um, well, I guess this would be goodbye for now, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And I walked home from the mall. Uh, and when I got home, right, it was just my dad, right? He was like cooking food or something like that. He asked me like, are you hungry? I was just like, yeah, I'll eat in a bit. And I went into the washroom, mm. um, filled a bucket filled with cold water, right? I was still clothed and everything like that. And I just dunked my head into it. Dude. And I held myself in there for like a good three or four minutes. Just, I didn't want to pull it out. I didn't want to, like, I needed, I felt like a shock, right? Uh, like a almost like a slap to the face right mm. um and that was the end of that um until when i finally started out my first year in university here in canada when out of nowhere melissa messages me again and she tells me hey i just wanted to say i'm really sorry about how everything went down between you and i um you are right Adam only wanted me for sex. Um, he wasn't interested in anything I had to say. Um, he was uh, asking me to like massage and rub his muscles after he worked out. I thought you said it was fat. No, well, yeah, he's like chubby. Um, and, okay. And then she said, like, you know, I'm sorry. All right, and I hope that you understand all right that like you know i actually really did love you for all those years uh, um and you know i didn't mean what i said all right and i had no way to respond to any of this and she told me all right it's just like and i can tell all right that you know you're fairly shocked because i noticed that you're not responding all right um don't worry you don't have to respond to anything and i just told her I told you so about Adam, and then I left the conversation. <laughs> uh, you're like first year uni Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. Shit. I left the conversation, deleted her off of like Facebook or whatever, cut off all contact. Um, and that's when I told myself, all right, like. People will always say, all right, like, oh, like, don't forget from whence you came, all right? Um, I'll be honest, I don't have very many good memories about where I came from. I stopped speaking to Tony. Um, he started falling into a lot of fucked up things, in my opinion. Started selling, like, you know, drugs. Um, knocked up, like, a few girls, all that nonsense. A few? Yeah. Yeah. Um, got into drugs himself. Uh, left his family um, to live on his own. Uh, started up a few businesses, went bankrupt, almost all of them. Oh, I thought uh, there was going to be a turnaround there for a second. No. Uh, and the thing is, all right, like, I don't speak to anyone from my old life anymore. Uh, except for one person and that was because he was with me the entire time with Melissa he never really offered too much advice though he was just there as a listening person okay um and yeah like those are that is the moment that broke me and 
it changed my life because I realized that I never want to hear or see or talk or listen to anybody from my old life ever again after that. Um, I was done. I was so done. And, you know, people might tell me, all right, it's just like, oh, you know, you should keep all the good and the bad in your life or whatever, right? Um, don't worry, like, I'm keeping it, right? But I will never say, all right, that I should go and reconnect with anyone from that life. Because there were only two people that really helped me through any of this. One was that friend that I just mentioned, and then the other one was that vice principal, and I don't even know where either. Well, I don't even know where the vice principal went. Damn. So yeah, that's my story. Well, we uh, both very clearly went past our usual goal of a, an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I guessed. I, I guess, uh, and, and of course we. <laughs> We uh we kind of let loose with our emotions in this. I, I probably lost my shit a little bit more. Um, yeah, because uh, I've uh, I don't know. I like just, I've had a lot of time, and the thing is, like my best solution was just to forget about it. So yeah, I just got a text from my mom, or well, I got it earlier, but my phone's on silent, and she's asking me if I'm okay. And she was asking me if I was okay. Oh, that's nice. I bet you tomorrow though she's gonna call me a bitch. <laughs> The thing is, I don't really talk. I've never really told anyone, like, this story outside of, like, very, very close friends, so. Are you are you sure you're okay with, like, sharing this, then? I don't mind. To me, it's, like, all the names have been erased, mostly. Uh, nah, I'll fix it. Yeah. Um, Could- I don't really mind, like, having the story out there and for people to listen to. Yeah. Um... Because the thing is, like, no one from my previous life will ever see this. Mm. And even if they do, I would never talk to them about it. Like, you just, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. You're you're at a better place now. <laughs> I am terrible, at a much better place. No, it's, it's you the know honest what truth. Yeah. I'm at a much better place. Um, I don't know what Melissa's doing anymore. I don't really care. I don't want to know. Um, every now and then, for some reason, IG likes to tell me about, like, hey, you should add this person as a friend. And that person would be? That person would be Melissa. Wow. Yeah. And as far as I could tell, still out there being her emotionally dead and temperamental self okay so yeah we do definitely need to wrap this up um Mm -hmm. are there any more sort of like general thoughts on sort of like shit like this because let's be honest this was supposed to be things that changed our lives and it certainly was but let's be honest it was also shit it was just that like fucked up our lives. That fucked us more like yeah, shit that fucked up our lives, and then we had to learn to sort of unfuck it. So, I guess yeah. do you have any closing remarks of how to unfuck a fucked up situation? 
it's never going to be forever. Um, it may feel like it. It may really, really feel like, oh, like, you know, I can't get away from this moment and I never will. Um, but things will always get better. Uh, you just have to persevere, hold your friends tight, um, and follow through. Don't be scared to ask for advice. You'd be surprised with who would want to listen. Yeah. yeah. My, my thoughts exactly. Um, because um, I'll, I'll, take the time, I'll take the time now to personally think. <sighs> You'll recognize these names. Uh, Susan karen and and anna she sounds nothing like the person's name because they usually make it similar enough so that if they could listen to this they will recognize who it is but thank you susan thank you karen and well i mentioned the notebook so 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 you know who you are um i guess for me the way that i unfuck situations now is i always tell myself an x amount of time when you look back at it you will call yourself a little bitch and you don't ever want to be a little bitch now, do you? So I, I, I hypnotize myself to unfuck it. Uh, but I think more useful uh, uh, things is I noticed within our two situations is we never spoke to our parents about it. I don't really know if it will help or not, but I feel like that would be a good thing to do. Maybe talk to your like relatives and family and, and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh the, the the main reason why you should never kill yourself is because you don't know what the fuck's in front of you if you do so so yeah. speak to somebody if you have like rough situations and find yourself an outlet of sorts and laser focus yourself onto it for me mm-hmm. i laser focused my attention to writing um and thank you karen for accepting those assignments i know that they were probably filled with teardrop marks and shit uh, sorry for cussing i i know you hate me cussing <laughs> um and uh shane was laser focused on to theater i was yeah yeah so maybe you find yourself i want to feel awards after that i got you but yeah try mm-hmm. to laser focus yourself onto some form of an outlet mm-hmm. things always get better even if it doesn't feel like it will and, and don't stab nobody well yeah okay fine don't stab nobody yeah i was just feeling like like feeling shane's story like a lot and i was getting like hella emotional myself too uh, as i was listening to it but yeah yeah i was feeling yours too so fam i felt mine since last night (laughs) i know i know and i imagine as well on the uh day that had passed so i was i did i couldn't i was at work actually that day like as in uh like the five years yeah and then the funny thing was as soon as the the clock hit and i noticed 647 instinctively i didn't even look at like the the, the screen uh, on, on the register i told my i told my coworker, i'm, like, I'm gonna go in the back and i'll be gone for like half an hour nice and she was like the fuck dude and i'm like this is really important to me mm-hmm. and she was cool with it thankfully Mm-hmm. So thank you too. For, yeah, that's really nice. Damn, yeah. these podcasts are starting to fucking tear me apart, bro. Like these are getting really and realer every time. Yeah, I agree. So I'm gonna, I'm seeing. Well, Shane and I are seeing each other on on Tuesday. That sounds terrible, but we are meeting up mm. on Tuesday. But I'm gonna give you like <laughs> the biggest hug ever. 
on Tuesday, bro. You too. Yeah. Anyways, today <laughs> was fucking heavy. I was not expecting this much of a bitch of me to come out, but <sighs> thank you everyone for listening to the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr. Um, Shane doesn't have any public social media, but you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, all under Kirby Kwan Jr. That's K-I-R-B-Y-K-W-A-N-J-R. Also, please follow our podcast, the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast that you're tuning into right now on all audio platforms. I'm not listing them anymore because they're on all of them, <laughs> including the big Damn. three. Yeah, we made it, including the big three uh, of Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Pass. So please do tune into our podcast. As you can see, we dive deep into this shit, and we do, and we are human. I don't always just cuss around. I cry, too. Um, mm-hmm. and that'll be it for today. So, um, hopefully this helped somebody out there and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we're tuning out. Bye. See you. <laughs>